0: This is all we've got. It's a beautiful planet we live on. Over to the waters, couch and bay. All the way to the rivers of the boat sail couch and rivers. That is truly a powerful, powerful medicine within itself. We can thank each one of you enough for the true being of who you truly are. For the strength that you give to each individual, we are worth it, you and I.
1: Feelings come and feelings go, but you will grow. You
0: matter. Every one of us of that power and strength of who we truly are. Many of those ancestors of this land. They've been with us all of this time. Because of that goodness of your hearts, that strength of your souls, the time that you have given us, we will listen for this moment. I ask each one of you to bring your elders into your being.
1: Aurora Borealis reminds me of ancestors behind me.
0: I want to thank you for calling us here today to dance on this sacred land to share our song to hear our voice i thank you for including us in part of your
2: celebration i thank you for that invite
0: for us to share our songs and dances to welcome the people to our show those of you that are protecting our land, protecting our water, protecting my children. I thank you. So with that, I want to say, I thank all of you. Come again. You're home now. I'm here with Mobbounce, Craig and
3: Travis and to ask them some questions about what it is that sustains them on their journey um, and how they use music and, and what it is, where they, where they delve to the, the depths to find their source to keep them going on for not just the, the fight for change for, for today but really for, for generations to come and how they see that in, in the bigger perspectives um, of, of the world and of, of time and how that fits with their heritage. So, Travis, if I can ask you to introduce you guys just briefly and...
4: Yeah, Yeah, my name is Travis Adrian Hebert, a.k.a. Hebsy, your child, one half a mile pounds. My mother's from Middle Lake, Saskatchewan. My dad's from Slave Lake, Alberta. But I was born on Klete Tene territory and, and grew up on Wadzowatin territory. I love making music, and I love how it's my medicine. Hey, hey.
3: Craig, you want to introduce yourself?
1: All right. Um, my name is Craig Frank Eads, and I am Gitsan. And I am Frog Clan from the House of Hauch within the community of Gittamax in the Northwest Interior of BC. And we're here to talk about essentially self-care and how we can keep it going in terms of effectively using our heartbeats I imagine, you know Um, for me self-care and boundaries are like a big thing, right Um, a lot of the groundwork that comes with social change doesn't always sustain you like financially Uh, it might fill you up inside so it's just about I don't know, acknowledging that it's like a, a privileged it's a privilege to make a living doing progressive work. And uh I don't know, just self care for me in this time has become uh just a good lesson for me in, in terms of boundaries because I'm able to sit with people and uh be real with people, you know, even at this festival, like it becomes a more genuine uh, funny conversation to be like honest in terms of you know I just met you you're amazing I wish I could make your set you know instead of being like I'll be there for sure and then and then not showing up and like you just have to not take things personally you know and having those boundaries is good Mm -hmm. Um, growing up I didn't have have that in my life as much and i guess the more busier you get and uh, the more momentum you get doing art you have to have those boundaries in place in order to have time for self-care
3: i think we all have to learn how to have better boundaries and maybe we could talk around that for a little bit because we talked about being or i've shared before how i'm Grown up highly sensitive, Travis, you mentioned how that's been part of your, your childhood and, and coming to terms with how we both stay open-hearted and vulnerable at the same time as uh, having our own skin and shields to protect us and how that can be somewhat permeable and how we can learn and find practices to, to tread between those two worlds in, in connection with each other. Do um, you want to speak to boundaries?
4: yeah yeah, boundaries um, I'm the type of person you know the way I grew up I wanted to be kind of a part of everything always like in the mix or whatever it is even if it was like something I wasn't even interested in I think more of it was just like to gain you know to be accepted in like all spaces if you could you know like some sort of motivation that way to be uh,
3: liked by everyone, yeah <laughs> the impossible liked. task,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, which obviously when you grow up, you realize that that's like a waste of energy and time <laughs> you know you're gonna you're gonna fit where you're you know where you're meant to fit or where you're you know where you set out to be, so yeah, today, like when it comes to boundaries i um it's an energetic thing, it's a sensitive thing Like when I feel something coming on It's like You know, it's either I'll close off Or or like dip out Or I'll, you know Be open or deflect Something in some way Or like say some somebody's Coming at me with like Like a heavy topic or You know, just like a, some, some, some kind of energy based on Their agenda I, uh you know, it's like an energy that comes up where it's like, you know, that shield comes up. There's sort of like a defense in some way, I don't know. But yeah, boundaries. I really like my my solitude, but I also like meeting new people and being open and sharing. So I, I know when I need, you know, to be away from people because of how my energy level is. If I feel like depleted and like, yeah, my energy just like changes completely.
2: On. It's pulling me in, go where I've been. Home with this kin, close from the flame, glowing again. My flow is a blend of storms and wind, transforms the skin, then forms the dream, conforms to warmth around my limbs. This season can be seen as grim, darkest days got a spark of blaze. cover my heart in the darkest cave. We evolve, dreams these do fall, we for all. In one way, going deep in the dark and asleep it off, Dreaming a lot, alight, feeling a laughing. Skin. Introspection and in connection to all these thoughts. Need to bare medicine, cause all my head's My head spins need to settle into a place where I'm resting, digesting everything that's been stressed. Trust the energy, I'm set for spring. Gonna spread my wings, but right now I must rest on things. Don't push or step on things, don't rush or skip steps on anything. Let it come naturally on everything. Lay in bed and dream, be patient. I mean, go pace it, don't chase it, don't waste it. Place it in a space that's clean. to top me. Bad medicine brought me peace of mind to act softly, repelling negative energy off me. My mind, body, spirit, and emotions got the ability to heal, our ability to stop me. I journey to the cave to seek some introspection. My problems in relation to the world are me reflection. Of every little piece of self, our own imperfections in this darkest change of season. My helper seeks protection. I am a helper. And my spirit feels the mass oppression. This journey to the caves a quest for all unanswered questions. I offer thanks to all creation. I ain't even flexing. Just giving it some space so I could see the intersections. There's more rebirth than death. Everything is end-to-end. End. Both sides of the spectrum go hand in hand. Medicine reinforces who I am Park Prairie people in park
3: Sustenance Radio, and that was Mob Bounce with their new single "Journey to the Cave" on their album, just released on sixteenth of August this year, um, as part of uh, their new album. So, uh, you're joining us partway through in, in an interview with Craig and Travis and myself, Bridget, about two years ago, um, back at Coex Island Music Festival. So, Coex Island Music Festival is coming up on the sixth to the eighth of September. Couple of weekends time, still chance to get your tickets and head down to Gwatsin in the Cowichan Valley and enjoy a weekend of music and cultural resurgence and solidarity with Indigenous land defenders. All the money raised goes there. And if you haven't already, check out Mob Bounce online and yeah, listen to the rest of our interview. We're going to delve deeper into what they mean by journey to the cave and what bear medicine means to them. It seems a lot of your self reflection always comes through the process of your writing and of that sharing of the space, sacred space that you guys share together in that creative process. So, what does yeah? How does that self knowledge translate into something that helps you take better care today?
1: The self knowledge is is definitely our go to, and we we honor our feelings, and that's how we can really check in with ourselves you know we can get trapped in our heads a lot um, and yeah that's more of that like I'm too worried about how I'm perceived and uh, I guess like for us like spirit animals help us out sometimes and uh, in that case like skunk medicine is is like teaching you that like what you think about yourself is your best protection and uh, yeah sometimes you just have to like be as graceful as you can and it means developing a vocabulary for yourself you know so being like we would love to make it but we're gonna have to respectfully decline or something you know what I mean like so things like Mm -hmm. that and being like I'm trying to navigate this all in the most respectful way possible and then you explain yourself you know so it's just uh, it ties into tenderness I suppose
3: yeah yeah and maybe in that exploration of self knowledge and where you go like how how have you found that your ancestral traditions have helped you on those journeys of self care what tools have you taken from that heritage you say skunk skunk medicine there's also bear the bear cave that you talk about in your in your recent song would you really like to talk about that
4: it's um it's like understanding the how that animal lives and survives and dwells and respects, you know, its space and where it comes so it's like, yeah, you learn all the different traits and you understand what kind of medicine you're receiving from that animal Uh, a most recent one is like for me, is the butterfly you know, I've, I've gone through a a large death and rebirth cycle in my life, and the butterfly represents that that whole process of of you know being in the chrysalis and then eventually you know f- flying outward and discovering the world. But upon like you know that transformation, that death and that death and rebirth, it's like it's like dark and light, there's still like there's things that are shedding still. But you're like you're in the light, you know. You're you're fluttering and and you're flying free. So it's like, yeah, the medicine that I've received lately. It basically told me like through, you know, through some of this this intense um, process or change, like it may have some pain and some hurt in it, but embrace joy and happiness and what what is coming to you in that time. So. It's for me. It's it's definitely awareness of environment, and and where I'm at. And sometimes I, you know, I'll need that space to to find answers and how I need to be, you know, say on a day like this, you know, something will will show itself, and I'll heed that guidance and understand that that's you know that's medicine that is for me, because. You know, especially when it comes to being, like, around lots of people. You know, I, I find that, like, when you look into somebody's eyes, that's a that's a portal, that's a gateway to a whole other scenario that can happen in your life. And it's a choice to, to look into somebody's eyes, let alone have a conversation with them and open up. But that's that first opener, and a lot of people... You know, when I walk around amongst the people, I like to look people in the eyes because that's, like, potential. But I know when... I don't need to be looking in anybody's eyes either, right, and that's that boundary thing too, so it's like energy right when you look into somebody's eyes you'll like for me I'll know if they're like if it's safe to to open up and have like a conversation like a good conversation versus you know like surface talk
3: <laughs> he's looking deeply into my eyes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's there. It's there. Like, and and yeah, that brings us back to boundaries and our interaction with each other, and just touching back to what you were saying about the butterfly, I come to understand that the the butterfly inside the caterpillar inside its cells doesn't know, but it has these extra DNA called imaginal cells that um that when it's actually in a caterpillar state. It feels like they're external cells that it will actually try and- expel from itself, um but those are what when the caterpillar goes into its chrysalis form, it completely decomposes, and out of the the fluid the imaginal cells recreate the butterfly
4: yeah <laughs> and
3: so it's this this stepping into this unknown which also has this mm-hmm. you know the, these bigger lessons and yeah. I wonder how that unknown and mystery how that translates into your your work that you do in terms of trying to change people's um their own imaginations and their minds and their journey of like maybe change in the world like what what is it that mystery or that unknown how that is a is a part of the puzzle that feeds into your sustenance
4: it's um it's like it's what I believe it's it's what comes up energetically and when it comes to like sharing with people and, and being in a space it's you know we've, we've had experiences where people come up either in tears or or they want to acknowledge that it um like our show touched them in some way changed their life like we've had like see a young person come up and and reveal that to us. So I think that is like an indication, and that's affirming to us that what we're doing and where we're coming from has an effect on people. It, it resonates, and it's it, it's opening people up. So I guess for me, it's 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 realizing your power, and you're and you're much more powerful than you than you think you are. But that's based on right the. Um, the ideas and things that exist in our world that limit us from being able to tap into um, into the spirit world into into those spaces you know, because there's a lot of unseen things that happen all around us and so when it comes to animals and things like that they're only showing us they're like the, the physical representation of the spirit like Spirits will get the message to you However they can And so animals is like a special way to do it Plants, trees Things like that There's a conversation There's a, there's a spirit and energy That's alive and well And so It's good to be open and aware to those things And for some people, right? People struggle with it Because You can believe a lot of different things in this world But I think it's not so much more about I think the the day you believe it is the day you feel it You know So some people can say they believe something But do they really until they feel it
2: See smoke. There are torches to be passed. That breathe dust. That provoke. a deeper you're thinking if that fire stays stone Is history trying to repeat itself or is history trying to correct itself? You gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself. Respect yourself, brother, protect yourself. There will threat your health, but you in debt as well. What is fresh in a poison well. Poco's in the pail, so my flesh is pale, Then the oil spill. You gotta boil it well. The foulness in the smell, sour and stale. The foul is a whale in a ship with a black sail. The power will fail, these cowards are pale. Our powers come now and these hours prevail. True powers unveil. Our hearts are still beating the drums. we breathing from lungs. that us from the sun. seeds grow into trees. The leaves has brought in the spring with the songs of song. The frequency, see frequently breathing is warm with spirit with beings. Human the strong. My veins in the rivers that run. Rivers repent for the red in you. Don't like revolution or rebellious youth. There's a fault in the womb. Ones who phrase revenue ends is the revenue. The rebel you is red blood in you. Send the red and blue to reveal your view. Evolution, the spirit that dwells in you They put a spell on you, put hell on you That's when the weight of the world just fell on you They the talk speaks and they tell on you This feels like residential school And abuse for being you, speak speaking your truth
3: performing their new single keys to the forest which is on their album transformation their ep that just released this month and um you were joining us part way through towards the end of an interview conducted when we were all pretty tired at uh, the end of a Coke's island music festival which is also coming up in a couple of weeks on the 6th to the 8th of september so get your tickets and yeah enjoy the rest of our Sleepy, reflective, contemplative listening about what it is that sustains us, why we keep showing up, what it means to um, be part of movements for social change, social justice, and what action looks like for each of us. Do you want to speak, pick up on any of those things, particularly around when we're changing people's minds, the spectrum of allyship? Maybe you could theorise a little bit for us.
1: Yeah, um, the spectrum of allies is essentially like half a circle with um, neutral being in the middle. And then there's like a an active ally, a passive ally, a neutral in the middle of the spectrum. And then the, you have your active opposition and the passive opposition on the other side of that spectrum. So for me, like self-care is is about understanding how I can make those changes personally without burning out, right? And um, if I were to spend all of my, my heartbeats trying to shift something within the act of opposition directly, I would burn out right away because it's just two world views, two completely different systems and ideas that are coexisting but aren't open to each other. So um, within that spectrum, it's definitely better for you to focus your intention on activation and uh, activation within your activism, if you call it activism or social change or whatever you call it. Um, But... Definitely, <laughs> just
3: yeah. yeah, and how when we can you talk about yeah, how you understand burnout energetically, you speak about the heartbeats that you would be wasting if you put them into an energy that would be futile to do so and and um, yeah, you speak a lot about how where you feel particular things in your body. And is there a place that you are learning that you kind of yeah, where, where burnout feels for you?
4: Yeah, I think my first time experiencing like that, like a certain type of burnout. Like when I first got into into youth work, you know, I had like all the energy in the world, you know, like when you're when you're new to it, when you wanna make changes in the world, you wanna do it like with each youth. You know, like I want to be able to, like, put all my energy into each one of these kids because I have so much, like, love and compassion for them and want to see them grow and be, like, you know, be good, you know, feel happy and safe and all these different things. So it's, like, for a while, that's what I would try to do with each kid I spent my time with, whether it was opening up conversation or or listening to their stories or just being there for them. Um, But after a while of doing... Of doing your youth work like super consistent it's like the more i opened up the more that you know each one of these youth was in my life more you know more consistently almost constantly mm-hmm. and it's like i have love for every single one of them but i realized like you know you you do take a hit your energy takes a hit um, But, you know, for someone like, for someone like me, I feel like being called to that type of work, it's like I was able to handle and hold that energy, um, for a while. But as you get older, you know, like, I started in 2011, it's 2017 now, so it's like six years of of spending time with like a lot of young people, community, um, and then after a while right the community looks to you and holds you up to be that for them so it's like there's other pressures that come with it as well and so yeah just just like you know craig was saying earlier too it's like having that conversation of saying like i would love to but i i just can't right now like i need to take care of myself but yeah when you just have so much you wanna give you know, don't forget that you're gonna like refill yourself up.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's almost like it is a it is a fire, that energy. And it can be anger, but it's also our passion. Yeah. And it's and it's for me it's in it's in my gut. And that's where it sits. It's like this flame that can be channeled up through and mm-hmm. out through my voice. Um and in connection, but sometimes, if it doesn't get out, it gets like internalized, oh, yeah. and that's for me, is like where the, it's yeah, you, you want to say something?
1: Um, uh, yeah, I guess like, the, the main thing is, it's like, life is accumulative, right, and if you keep suppressing, and suppressing, like it's, it's either going to spill out, or it's going to spill in, and if mm. it spills in, that's, that's the tricky stuff where you you really need to have those boundaries to have that self-care for yourself because um that's when like you start getting depressed and the world doesn't know and all this craziness you know so definitely have to be safe out there
3: and how does that translate into your work into your poetry and your hip-hop and that self-expression that just like getting that energy out and flowing
1: it's just about um it's you know wherever you find your own conviction is where you can also find your own medicine and i guess like we started off doing whatever we wanted and like emulating different things in our music but at the end of the day it's like if you can't say it around everybody like why would you want to say it <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah yeah it's like <laughs> being your true authentic self and not like not that everything we're saying we have accomplished and it's real but that's part of like when we write lyrics it's like it's affirming something so it's like ideally i would love to live this way so if i keep saying it and and breathing life into it then i will you know then i will affirm that and manifest that in my life one day so
3: is there a particular lyric that comes to line that
4: you could share? Along that line? Whew. I'm a conduit for that conscious shit Construed conflicts that could wrong you, kid The mob you spit, would could calm you quick Like a candle lit burning a granule wit Mixed with samples to amp you with. The clan handles it. Stand a rock, but to stand up strict. The land's vandals are actually cannibals. Eating the animals, you know whose land it is? Do the sandals fit like the 60s, the hippies, the Hopi, who showed me what prophecy is? They blocked me from knowledge that taught me to sit. Listen to spirits that walk in the midst. Visions that steer me to chomp at a bit. We hopped in a spit, rocking with strict. Keeping the fire that started the sweat. Reaching created the harder it gets. Defending the real things, ending the stealing of energy meant for cleansing the healing. Pen up my feet. Dealings. The bursts of the scene. So verses with purpose are hurting The dealings of people who profit and purchase the free things Earth is repealing These words are revealing The thirsting for water and hunger that's feeding Air that we're breathing Light that we seeing We hyping the people who fighting and leading If actions speak louder than words I act on it first and rap with this first Attacking the racketeers Acting a fool I'm rapping the truth And baby, it hurts And so that for me is just the opening line right there it's like i'm a conduit for that conscious shit so not everybody's talking about what we're talking about and it's it stems from like what i'm absorbing from the world but i'm a conduit it means i'm like pulling this energy in and feeling i need to talk about some you know like about what is happening so I'm a conduit for the conscious shit Construe conflicts that can wrong you kids so it's like you're listening over here but listen from this perspective for this perception as well one that's like unlikely I don't
3: know <laughs> yeah hopefully to find a connection when we are standing our own authenticity or however you want to kind of describe it and speak that that truth and it resonates with somebody else and in that connection there's A new energy, there's a collective energy that can come forth, and we can't do these things alone. And to pretend that we can is what, or to imagine that we can, or to be so (laughs) deluded that we can, is what also kind of, yeah, leads to Mm -hmm. the times of despair or desperation or just hopelessness. And um,
4: I think what some of the lyrics do for me too is like, because there's a lot happening in our verses, like, we'll go in and out of, of many different spaces. And uh, sometimes we just put out little ideas or little things that we, you know, think about and, and braid them into the verse. And so for, you know, for the listener, too, to have, like, one thing pop up versus the other, like... Because some of it's happening quite, mm-hmm. quite rapidly in a set, too, you know? Like, some people who don't listen to hip-hop and check out our show and, uh, like, absorb it and take it in, you know? You're not going to take in every single word and lyric but there's pockets of you know medicine in there
3: seeds seeds yeah so how does the dominant society and the positions and roles of privilege within it affect how we act from where we where we stand and how does that impact how you work
1: um it uh, ties back into first voice For me, so I mean, it's great when you have people who who can be that social change agent there. But it definitely uh, is very good for as us being, you know, indigenous people doing youth work with indigenous people, are speaking on issues that uh, pertain to us specifically. You know what I mean? Are being uh, stronger allies within that you know we're more of a an active ally within solidarity and uh i don't know like for me privilege uh it just basically means like you you have this privilege of making a living doing progressive work for for people that aren't you you know so then that's not honoring first voice and that's where like it's it's not to say that like it's got to be for us bias us, or anything because there's many different pieces in social change there's the rebel reformer the social change agent and the citizen and we wear all of those hats and with that you have like we definitely need some people who aren't minorities working within these societies because they're the social change agent they're the ones who are going to be able to reach the citizen much sooner than us because in some instances like dominant society views us as rebels right and it's like all of these outward projections and labels can become political and we can be viewed as political people and we're the furthest thing from political you know like (laughs) So, and then, like, dealing with that, where people are, like, loving it and being, like, you're political and you're an activist, yeah. And you're, like, not really, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, I definitely don't want to be pigeonholed. I'm, I've am i done things in terms of, like, I've helped, like, NDP, MLAs win elections before and stuff. It doesn't mean I'm a political person. Uh, what I talk about in my content doesn't make me extreme and that's where that skunk medicine has to come back in so that we're not internalizing perceptions that don't feed us like feed our souls
3: what else feeds your souls
1: knowing that you've paid something forward is the only thing that keeps me going uh you know we probably all have lots of baggage and and stuff <laughs> you know so it's definitely like doing good for others by your, by you is definitely what keeps me going and uh yeah being like a, a big enough person to just be a small person and not take up much space and to just like let people do their things also
3: thanks you have thoughts on what feeds your soul Travis?
4: What feeds my soul? Um, Family. (laughs) Community. um, There's so many things that feed my soul. That's a big question. (laughs)
3: You're lucky to have lots.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, And what practices you do to kind of... Or the time that you take to... To get that food?
4: Love is super important. Um, Yeah, love giving and taking. Like, love is super important to me. Um, Spending time in nature. I mean, that's just like the natural space. You know, nowadays people are like, we're going camping for the weekend, that's how we're going. Nature to me it's like a very a very intimate space because I am like high energy a lot of the time I will have my quiet moments too but yeah when I'm in when I'm in those spaces that's where I'm like I'm receiving like good but I'm also like connecting with myself and, and my own knowledge you know that's that's within you know whether it's ancestral or Inherent, you know. I do. I do lots of things. I skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> I make art. You know, uh, visually and and uh, musically. Um, I spend time with my son. <laughs> you know, there's lots of ways to 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 fill fill your soul.
3: For sure. And do you have any kind of messages or affirmations for people who are standing in a space or kind of final final words to push home those seeds of if somebody is really kind of feeling pretty hopeless or not taking time for themselves, you know?
4: I think it's realizing the the thoughts that are, you know, playing back and forth in the head. And I always go back to just like, Understanding that everything is energy, so if there's like lots of crazy thoughts in your head, that there are ways to to um, you know channel that energy and like turn it into something else, um, and you can redirect it in some way. So, you know, when we when we f- facilitate workshops with the youth, you know, we have some kids who are like not really into into writing much or they don't know what to write about and you know there's that 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 seed we plant just by you know just by having a conversation and saying like you know you being true to you and, and being and being real with yourself and raw and like whatever's sitting with you like say you went through an experience you know yesterday and it's still there and it's boiling within you and it wasn't a good experience but it's still sitting with you it's like in our lyric writing um, workshop, it's like, hey, if that's something that needs to come out let it come out kind of thing and so, you know, for people who are feeling hopeless and, and not in a good space, it's like it's because we have, we have layers all around this, this big ball of light that's within us, our spirit and so we have to peel those layers back in order to see the own light, our own light that's that's dwelling within us Um, and we do get that from other people when people shine on us we're able to to recognize our own shine you know so we just pick each other up you know and and shine light on each other
3: what's the question the question was final words of affirmation for anyone really struggling right now perhaps questioning the questioning the deeper meaning things I, I come from a place where I was doing yeah some suicide prevention work and I know that you've done some of that too Craig and it's in those you know dire moments when you you need that that light and and how other people's words can yeah they can save us um
1: mainly just being mindful of energy uh, I took this AFOT training and uh It's called Aboriginal Focus-Oriented Therapy and Complex Trauma. And it's just this course that opened up my mind a lot. But just um, in terms of affirmation and taking care and understanding energy, we just need to be mindful of energy. And uh, even like me facing you straight on, I'm going to tank your energy. And when we think about those things that spilt in instead of spilt out... Like I'm taking that energy too You know, and we all carry lots of baggage Because like stress and depression and trauma It's all accumulative And it comes in the forms of uh, the secondary, the vicarious The uh, intergenerational and the ancestral, right? So, I mean, if you have time, take this piece of paper Just rip it up as many times as you want and then after, you'll know when to stop ripping it up. And you stop it, and you pick up those pieces, and you decide how much of that's actually yours, you know? And uh, you'll you'll definitely feel a lot better holding what's actually yours. And, like, whatever ritual you need to put things down that don't belong to you, do that, you know? Like, if you... If you need, like, an eagle fan brush down, if you get brushed down with cedar, if you smudge, if you just, like, dip in the water, the cold water, and you know what I mean? Whatever it is, maybe somebody is just, like, I don't know, they wake up and they have a cigarette and a coffee. That's their thing or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> but just definitely create that sacred space for yourself so you don't burn out.
3: Thanks. Travis shared a poem and some lyrics. Do you have anything that particularly you'd like to share?
1: Um, feelings come and feelings go, but you will grow. You matter. The disconnect is reflected in the disrespect, but we could change those patterns. In these trying times, be kind to self to ease your mind and to help you find your way. We matter. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Even if you feel like you have no options, look deep inside. There's peace inside. Take the pieces you need to keep the peace alive. Don't be asleep inside. Find peace. The territory defines me. Sharp mountain cedar and pine trees pointing to where the sky is green. Aurora Borealis reminds me of ancestors behind me.
0: (gasps) Woo!
3: Thanks guys. This was sweet. It was nourishing. And you know, it means a lot to take time out of a festival when there's a lot going on and you want to do other things but also we're we're tired and we've been expending our energy. So a real honouring of the yeah, the extra heart space and time that you really took to share today.
4: Thank you for your space and time and energy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, hey.
3: <laughs> All right, thanks. A final thank you, a huge thank you to Craig and Travis who, after listening and re-editing this interview that we did a couple of years ago, has actually really fed me once again. I'm now back in Scotland on the other side of the world and who knows, might never see those guys again. Um, so big love to you over, over the ocean and all those air currents that connect us and yeah just to say these guys plus others will be um, back again at Cook's island music festival from the 6th to the 8th of september if you can't go you could consider donating anyway and giving what you can to indigenous solidarity land resurgence projects on so-called vancouver island yeah in canada so that's over and out from me. Check out Sustenance Radio and other shows that we have based on these things with musicians and other people all sharing about what it is that sustains them, what nourishes them. And a final thank you to the words of Tusillam who you hear closing and opening this. Um, he was the elder, the and Co- elder at Isle Festival a couple of years ago who opened the festival and greeted everyone so warmly and he's generously given his his words and his voice um, to the opening credits of this show so thanks once again to him and to the organisers of the festival Um, hope you make it down there and haste you back as we say over here where I am in Glasgow Ciao
0: I thank you so with that I want to say I thank all of you come again you're home now. Yeah.